Georgia's DBHDD is urging people to ask a pharmacist about getting naloxone for their first aid kits at home or work. No prescription is needed. Naloxone can rapidly reverse an opioid overdose and restore breathing. Opioidresponse.info. This is Chuck Reese from the Bitter Southerner podcast. If you listen to the final episode, episode six of our first season, then you heard the great Daniel Wallace reading from his essay for us called Killings. Here is the full version of his reading, the whole story. Enjoy. Well, I killed a chicken. That's my news. I cut its head off with a hatchet the way people do. This chicken was the first thing I'd ever set out to kill that I'd planned to kill over the course of many months. And the truth is, it was weird, exciting, and sad. I didn't kill it to eat, though it was eventually eaten in a soup. I didn't kill it because it was a troublemaking chicken, though it was a troublemaking chicken. And I didn't kill it because it deserved to die, whatever that means. I killed it because I'd never killed a chicken before, and I wanted to have that experience on my list of things I'd done, sort of like going to Venice, to be able to say, as I'm saying now, I killed a chicken. So after talking about it, engaging a few friends in my pursuit, many of whom had a similar desire, hunting for an appropriate venue, and I hoped, a seasoned killer to accompany me, I did it. And though you, you who's reading this now, you who may be a hunter of some kind, a gun owner, a man or a woman who goes out in the woods early in the morning for the express purpose of finding something to kill, you might find this discourse silly and vain. I killed a chicken. And this news, more than almost anything else I could write, tells you everything you need to know about me. It explains who I am and the kind of life I've lived up until right now. The kind of life that not only can go on for almost 50 years without purposefully shedding the blood of another living creature, even a creature whose existence is predicated on being killed, who is born not only to die, but born to be killed and eaten. Not only that, but a man who felt there was something exotic in killing it, something magical and foreign that requires the assistance of something like a shaman, a guru, an axe-wielding sage. It also describes my friends, some of whom understood my ambition, some of whom shared it, but none of whom, not a single one, had a chicken I could kill. My sister had a turkey she said I could kill, but I could tell, even I who had never killed before, that killing her turkey would be an ordeal. That turkey was huge. It would put up a serious fight. I was scared of her turkey. I didn't tell her I was scared of her turkey. I told her I would kill it if I could find someone who had experience killing turkeys and who could be there with me when I did it. 
And after a week of not trying even a little to find someone to help me kill the turkey, I told her I hadn't found anybody, so she would have to kill the turkey herself if she wanted it dead, which, in the end, she didn't. I think she was just trying to do whatever she could do to help and was willing to sacrifice her turkey for me. That's love. I had few supporters. Most of the people I mentioned it to thought I was joking, but no one really figured me for the chicken-killing type. When I told them I was serious, they didn't get it. What? Huh? What do you... What? Seriously? Why would you want to kill a chicken? Why would you want to kill anything? Most often what I said was, I like chicken. I told them I eat it once or twice a week, which means over the course of my adult life, I've eaten parts of thousands of chickens, chickens that were killed by someone else for me to eat, chickens that were once alive, who were then dead, and then, after all the posthumous stuff a chicken has to go through, found its way to my supermarket, my frying pan, my plate, my mouth. So what I said was, I need to be able to kill what I eat. If someone else can do it, why not me? I need to be able to know what it's like to take a life because I've been dining on those lives forever. If I couldn't do it, I shouldn't eat them. And if I did do it, maybe I'd decide it wasn't worth it anymore, worth the killing, just so I could have a nice meal. I said to these people, I've never killed anything before, and so, I realized that's not true. I've been killing things all my life. Again, that was Daniel Wallace reading from his first published nonfiction essay, Killings. And if you want to hear more of our conversation about how doing that essay changed the way Daniel looks at his writing, just listen to episode six of the Bitter Southerner podcast. <laughs>